they stuck to just looking at people who are Christians, their application bank would be a lot smaller and they may only deal with individuals who know how to shoot on the cameras that I'm shooting on. Right. And I'm saying that I'm not saying that only Christians, that Christians don't know how to um, shoot and do excellent and work in excellence and things of that nature. But could that possibly be the reason why in the past when we've seen Christian films and we've seen Christian movies and Christian documentaries and things of that nature, that the reason why some of them were low budget and the reason why some of them did not look as good was because they wanted to keep it 100% in-house and because they kept it 100% in-house and didn't outsource to people or individuals that had better skill sets and were not saved that they that they um turned down the risk of, or the ability to be able to make a greater product what's up everybody you are now listening to the drew moves on show your one-stop destination for engaging conversations that delve into the intersection of faith and culture i'm your host drew moves on join us as we navigate the ever-changing culture and try to make sense of it all one day at a time What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Drew Muzan Show. I am excited. I got more content for you guys. Thank you guys for listening, supporting, watching, and supporting. Um, trying to be a little bit more consistent, and the content is coming. So, you know, content is coming out. I got content, you know, any any day is an exciting day when I got content to be able to share uh, with you guys so today, as you can uh, t- take a le- tell by the title, um, we are talking about The Chosen, right? Um, the Chosen has recently went under fire. Um, I forget the guy's name, but somebody had made a tweet from a screen grab from one of their behind the scenes of the show. And, and looking at the behind the scenes of the show, there's just like this three second period where uh there's a pride flag flying in the wind while they're recording right flying in the wind in the background like behind the scenes right and somebody took a screen grab and posted and saying hey chosen like what's up with this you know and they've gotten some backlash for it right and i wanted to come on here and i wanted to talk about that um because it's been making it's been making news lately right um, so if you don't know, The Chosen is a show came out, I want to say it's a couple couple years old. I recently uh, started watching it this year. It's pretty good. It's definitely um, probably, in my opinion, the highest quality of Christian television that we've seen thus far. Um, that's depicting the disciples and, you know, they got people of color in there and people of different dialects, not just white folk in the you know in the show and whatnot so it's probably my not necessarily favorite because i there's some parts where i disagree with it it's not completely they're trying to tell a story so they're not going to completely get everything right um uh but it's probably in my opinion um probably the the best looking christian type of television that we've ever seen you know thus point thus far in time you know passion of christ was another one that was very well shot and things of that nature but this right here takes the cake you got people that that ain't that that are some brown complexions you know what i'm saying they got the different dialects and you got some black folk in there and some different kind of colored folk so i'm rocking with it you know what i'm saying because it's it's getting close to the truth as possible 
Um, like I said, there's some things within it that I, I disagree with. Um, but uh, yeah, so they recently came under fire uh, recently for um, there being a, a gay pride uh, or a pride uh, flag being on the set. And um, obviously, The Chosen is a Christian show. I don't know if Angel Studios, the company that puts it on, is a Christian, you know, production company or whatever. But from my research, they've hired, you know, Mormons. It said that they that they've allegedly hired Mormons and Catholics and that they've been allegedly open about, you know, hiring whomever and whatever. Right. You know, not necessarily just hiring Christians. Right. And, you know, in, in doing that, that's something that happens where there's a pride flag, you know, flowing around in the background. Um, and, you know, as a believer, you know, you believe as a believer, I believe, you know, that, you know, marriage between one man and one woman. Um, I, be, I don't believe that it's supposed to be two men and two women, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. Got respect for everybody. Got love for everybody. But that's just my personal opinion, holding truth to the scriptures. Um, so seeing, you know, a pride flag on a Christian set, you know, kind of it doesn't make me flinch at all because trust me, people do worse. Um, but. It's definitely something that, you know, there could be some dialogue about. And I have I have an interesting take for you guys uh, about it. But, yeah, I found out this through uh, watching one of Ruslan's videos. And, I, and then I went and found some research for myself and I saw the clip. And it's just like, oh, man, yeah, we need to talk about this. We need to uh, put this on there. Um, so my thoughts on the whole situation. So after you know i get both sides let me put it that way first i understand both sides relative to the pros the people who are for hiring everybody and the people who are against hiring everybody right um i see both sides of it right but um i more so uh teeter on the other side that says you know hire whoever right um mainly reason why I, I tire on that side of higher whoever is because of the scripture that we're going that we're going to read that I heard you know Ruslan read and I looked at it for myself and I'm like man that's really interesting scripture so it's in first Kings chapter five sorry it took me so long um to be able to find this scripture I thought it was in first first Kings chapter nine but it says now Hiram king of Tyre sent his servants to Solomon because he heard that he they had anointed him king in place of his father, for Hiram had always loved David. Then Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, You know my, how my father David could not build a house for the name of the Lord his God, because of the wars which were fought against him on every side, until the Lord put his foes under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side. There is neither adversary nor evil occurrence. And behold, I propose to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spoke to my father David, saying, Your son whom I will set on your throne in your place, he shall build the house for my name. Now therefore command that they cut down cedars for me from Lebanon, and my servants will be with your servants, and I will pay you wages for your servants according to whatever you say. For you knew there is none among us who has skill to cut timber like Sidonians. Pay attention to that. So it was when Hiram heard the words of Solomon that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord 
Lord this day, for he has given David a wise son over the great people. So basically that scripture basically points out Solomon hired and worked together with King Hiram of Tyre, um, who was not of children of Israel, who who did not believe in God, was a pagan king, etc. And hired this King Hiram and his servants to build God's temple. So you have Solomon, who's of, of God, who's in that covenant, and he hires a king that is not of that same covenant. He hires a king that is not of that same covenant and his workers to help him build the temple of the Lord because David, like David, not David, like Solomon said, there's none, none among us as skilled as the Sidonians, right? Skilled to cut timber like the Sidonians, right? So Solomon hires this man, hires this man's servants and this man and this man himself to help them build the temple of God, right? For something that they don't believe in, right? And when Ruslan had read that scripture and I saw it, I was like, man, wow. One, it just speaks to how the Bible really has wisdom for everything. That's the first thing he really pointed out to me. It was like, man, the Bible really has wisdom for everything, right? And nothing's new under the sun. But then it also is just like it points to people of God working with people who were not necessarily of God to accomplish God's purpose, right? That God can use somebody that is not of him to help according to his purpose, right? Now, do I believe that, like, in saying that, so my my stance is I believe that you, you know, when it comes to certain things, I believe you can hire somebody that does not believe in Jesus to, um, work on your screenplay or to work and hold the camera, do the cameras, um, you know, work in the offices, whatever. I believe that you can, that you can hire somebody that is not saved to be able to do that. Right. Where I think I draw the line is when it comes to like worship leaders and preachers and like things dealing with the text. Right. Anything dealing with ministry to the people, touching the people relative to scripture and song and um anything with that scripture and song typing up words etc that's where i kind of draw the line because it's like yeah you might be a good writer i might be able to i may i may hire i've hired I, i've when i wrote my first book the framework i went on fiverr and had somebody that i don't know if they were saved or not edit my christian book right you know so when it comes to editors and things of that nature yeah you don't need to be saved uh yeah this this is talking about grammar right when it's talking about grammar and making sure i ain't got too many commas because that's when i was in college they was telling me oh man you got too many commas you write with too many commas so if i have to find somebody and they're not necessarily a christian to be able to edit my christian book who cares but when it comes to demonstration of the of like the word of god in you know singing and uh praising and um even being on your worship team i know a lot of times people like in terms of the band i know a lot of times within church a lot of like the culture within church 
is to hire anybody like whether you're you're a drummer or you a musician or whatever and you're not necessarily christian or you not necessarily go to that church i know churches often pay and outsource people who are not necessarily christians to play the music and stuff like that i don't agree with that i i think that they need to be christian and they need to go to that church but that's a whole nother conversation um if you have the ability to do so do that but you know, I think in terms of worship teams and stuff like that, make them sure that people go to your church and make sure they saved. Don't be bringing people onto the stage that ain't saved and, you know, um, that they're not saved and they don't go to that church and you got them on your worship team. Don't do that. But that's just my opinion. Um, so but as far as like building, as far as working behind the scenes, as far as working in the offices, holding the cameras editing the videos let them be let them be whoever they want to be right but when it comes to the demonstration of the word yeah i think they need to be saved right but i see both sides right generally when you're speaking of the bible belt like you're talking about the bible belt here in the south and over in the midwest and oklahoma and things of that nature like you're when you talk about the bible belt where there are a lot of churches where christianity reigns supreme in the south and in the midwest and things of that nature um, the culture as it pertains to ministries, as it pertains to, um, you know, ministries and organizations that are Christian, a lot of them are, you know, a lot, a lot of them have conduct codes. A lot of Christian ministries say, oh, you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't have, um, if you get pregnant out of wedlock, we got to fire you. Um, you got to go to these chapel services, especially down here in Charlotte. Billy Graham, uh, Billy Graham spot is like that. Inspiration Ministries is like that in Charlotte. I'm name dropping, <laughs> but Inspiration Ministries is like that. Billy Graham is like that, where they have codes of conduct uh, where um, you can't like you you have to like your life need to be lining up in the in this in this straight line you need to be walking the straight and narrow and they have code of conduct that you can't sign like i got visible tattoos i got a nose piercing stuff like that there's certain christian organizations that are heavily against hiring people that are not saved and that are not walking with god according to how they believe and the at least my belief when it comes to those individuals that think that way, I think most com the companies that think that way, they think that way because there's a a legalistic mindset that says, oh, people will taint what you're trying to do if they're not saved. Like you trying to do, you got a Christian uh, business or Christian ministry, you know, or whatever, and you have offices and admin work or whatever, they're doing whatever, but because they're not saved, you feel like it might taint the, the, the anointing that the ministry has, or you feel like it might, um, cause the ministry not to be as effective, etc. Right. So I think that's my belief as to why, you know, those ministries, you know, have those codes of conduct and are against hiring people that are not Christians, right? So I see both sides. I see the side that says, hey, we hire everybody, right? Because you want the best, right? And Solomon was trying to build God's temple in the best way possible. He put a lot of money into that temple. He put a lot of time into that temple, right? So when you're trying to do something for God that it takes time and money and you want it to look good and be good, sometimes 
you're not going to find a Christian who can help you with that. That's just what it is, right? Sometimes when it comes to trying to find the best laborers, the best skill workers, some of them may not be in the house of God at that present moment in time, right? That means that that doesn't mean that they're not developing or they're not getting there. They just may not be there right at that present present point in time. And you may have to outsource somebody who 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 may believe of different ways than you believe, but they're a excellent worker right and like i said if they're not as long as they ain't touching the scriptures and they ain't singing no songs and they're not inputting no type of theology and you know getting on no type of camera and spewing whatever they believe out there in the public for my ministry or for my you know my business or whatever who cares because i want the best right and when i read that scripture i'm like man i can understand why solomon chose to one outsource but then two work together with this dude um to build god's kingdom right you know but work together with this king to build god's kingdom now when it comes to like being unequally yoked and partnering up that's like okay you gotta you trying to do a christian business and you partner with somebody who's not a christian and do a christian business that you don't need to do right but if you got a christian business that you're not partnering up with nobody um in and you're building it from the ground up and you need workers and admin or videographers or merch makers or whatever let them make your christian merch they can make your christian merch i think a lot of times you know we try to make everything so okay they got to be christian they got to be christian right and if you have the ability to outsource to somebody who's christian and they good do that but i think the church and i think that may be a reason or that may speak to why the chosen looks so good right um, while, while it looks so um, visually appealing and stuff like that is because if they stuck to just looking at people who are Christians, their application bank would be a lot smaller and they may only deal with individuals who know how to shoot on the cameras that I'm shooting on. Right. And I'm saying that I'm not saying that only Christians, Christ, that Christians don't know how to um, shoot and do excellent and work in excellence and things of that nature but could that possibly be the reason why in the past when we've seen christian films and we've seen christian movies and christian documentaries and things of that nature that the reason why some of them were low budget and the reason why some of them did not look as good was because they wanted to keep it 100% in-house and because they kept it 100% in-house and didn't outsource to people or individuals that had better skill sets and were not saved that they that they um, turned down the risk of, or the ability to be able to make a greater product like could that have happened could they have could Christian um, businesses or Christian movies and things of that nature could they have been better if they would have hired Christian, you know, non-Christian individuals to work on their things, right? And were they scared to hire somebody that was not Christian, right? Because of the backlash and things of that nature. That's my thoughts on it. Um, I don't think, do I, now do I think that, that, like I said, there's pros and cons to it. When you are a Christian organization and you are, um, hiring people who are not saved and they bring certain things to work and they hang pride flags 
while they're at work um, and they hang pride flags at work, you run the risk of your Christian business or your Christian uh, company or whatever. You run the risk of it, you know, being lessened in the eyes of the people because Christians are harsh critics. Christians are harsh critics and American Christianity is like is a beast like no other. Like American Christianity is a beast like no other. It don't tolerate no mess. So you so be wise if you are on the side of hiring people who are Christians, I mean who are not non-Christians in your business, be wise in your doing so, right? Because that's a PR mess up right there, right? You potentially with that flag flying, they potentially drew away people from being able to experience Jesus in a different light on with with the type of filming that they're doing and and the type of art that they're creating. They've potentially drawn away thousands of people from seeing that flag um drawn away thousands of people from being able to experience jesus in a certain way right so that's where you run the risk of it right and then also too it's it, it speaks to checking every single thing before you put it on the internet right i don't know who edited that video right that they put on youtube that had that pride flag in it but if it got something if if you have uh people who are not saved working in your business and there's things that could potentially um there's things that could potentially harm your business or endanger your reputation as a a christian organization when you hiring christian non-christian people make sure you're on your p's and q's and you looking out for everything right because i'm sure the the boss or the ceo of the chosen or the angel studios was not checking to see oh is that a pride flag oh yeah nah take that take the thing out Take that out of the um the video or take that take that out of the final shot, right? And that's not you hiding, but that's like you keeping up that presentation and that things of that nature, right? So that's what you run the risk of when you hiring people that are not saved. You run the risk of, you know, little slip ups like that that could cost you money, that could cost you investors, that could cost you viewers, etc. Because there are some people who don't agree with how I agree. And there's some people who agree that way and they won't support the chosen any longer because they feel like they're gay affirming because they have somebody hanging a pride flag on their set. Right. And it comes off as gay affirming by having somebody hanging a pride flag on, on a Christian set. Right. So especially if you believe the way the Bible puts it, it sounds definitely sounds like gay affirming. So it definitely looks like gay affirming. So be mindful if you're going to hire somebody that's not saved, make sure you check in every single thing that's coming in and out of your ministry, every single thing that's coming out of your Christian business, that it does not harm your reputation, that it does not harm um, your identity that you've created right into people, because it's definitely that flag, that little three second grab is definitely going to cost them some money and it's definitely going to cost them some viewership, right? In the long run, right? But do I think there's a problem in hiring people that are not saved um to work on christian things and and things of that nature no it just depends on what it is right so as long as they not teaching and they not singing and they're not doing anything with spewing out theology or any type of ideology and things of that nature and they working on the books 
uh, editing the books, doing accounting, editing the videos, doing the videos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, according to the standards that we've already previously set in this organization, go, go bygones, let bygones be bygones. Yeah, you can work here because you help and build God's kingdom. So that's how I feel about it. Let me know in the comments how you feel about it. Um, sorry for if I was rambling, trying to catch my, my thoughts. I, they're everywhere. But yeah, let me know your thoughts. If you agree or if you disagree, you know, was this a good look for the chosen? Was this a bad look, you know, and how will they respond? So I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Be sure to hit that like button. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're listening, be sure to rate and be sure to follow and hit that notification bell to be able to get notified when I drop a new podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time. Peace. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It means a lot. If you'd like to follow me on socials, I'm on all platforms as Drew Moves On and on TikTok as Drew Moves On 1. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate this podcast, download it, and share it with your friends. That helps us in the algorithm to get more noticed. Until next time, peace.